everybody. Welcome to episode two of One on One with Miss Kia. I am Miss Kia, and I have to woosaw before this episode because there's a lot of heavy hitters <laughs> in the building. <laughs> Again, this is One on One with Miss Kia. This ain't no fucking beauty. Physically, I'm just in, in a really good spot. You look honestly. good. Thank Your you. Face looks good. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, been exfoliating, you know, moisturizing and sunscreen, all of that. <laughs> but uh, excited for the show, for sure. That's kind of like where the, the focus is. Like, yeah, everything's great, but Saturday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cool, cool. Yeah. Inez. Um, <clears throat> this is a one on one with Miss Kia exclusive. I got laid off on Monday, friends. Damn. <laughs> I can't say what company because they said I signed a paper that said I wouldn't talk about them. Nah, um, no disclosure? I signed everything. Oh, okay, wow. Um, but I'm good. Super good. And I think it's because I not only needed something different in my life, but um, what better way to spend all the extra hours I have? I'm getting ready for a really amazing event um, full of incredible black women held by incredible black women. So just grateful, grateful, thankful. Anonymous. <laughs> How's it going over there? I would say my name. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wasn't going to say that, but I would say something. This is Mia Marshall. Ooh. Wow. Hey, <laughs> recently and opportunity this year has been 
one opportunity after another to prove myself and just come into my confidence of who I am as a professional yes. and as a woman. So I just feel like it's been a really great start to the year. Love it. And no, ma- <laughs> no matter what come, you know, it's just going to be great. That's amazing. I love it. I love that. Oh, yeah. Women sing and I sing. Yeah. Yeah. So get us back together. Yeah. We just fall apart. No, I'm here for the joy always. So mm-hmm. Hilarious. We love it. Period. <laughs> oh, I guess it's me. Like, how you doing, how Miss you? Kia? How you doing? You know I'm off tour right now. <laughs> Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. Was it worth it? Fuck yeah. Am I travel manic? I am. But my grandma was sick, so I'm just like, when Dorothy is in need, everything gets put on hold. So, you know, I'll go to D.C. here and there, but, you know, she's doing way better. So y'all's favorite is Helena. She's hard-headed. She's a Pisces. She'll be 85 in March. You know, we're very blessed. Her and her twins still rocking and socking. So... But other than that, I am good. Like, it's weird. It's very, very weird to say that out loud. But I have no complaints. Mm -hmm. You know, there's still a couple people I want to smush in the face. But other than that, you know, smush. Listen, when you got a a grandma, listen, I don't play about my grandma. So Mm -hmm. I really don't play about her. So let that be heard. (laughs) Okay? Mm -hmm. So, but um, other than that, I am healthy i'm here and i'm just very grateful and appreciative because i'm sure people heard in the news and know where the fuck i work at so your girl's okay made it through the storm (laughs) so i'm just glad to be here and appreciative that you guys are able to join me today in my home Mm -hmm. and whatnot so i'm just Appreciative. It's very fucking weird. We haven't done this in fucking ever like two years (laughs) two years yeah, I've been, wow. yeah, like, I've been doing this, like, sporadically, just sidebar real quick, just to catch you up on episode one mm-hmm. and everything like that. I just explained, like, you know, me and the girls, we besties regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, without the show, with the show, we're doing our own thing. There's no animosity, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, those are two, you know, key, well, one key thing that I talked about in the episode. And like I said, it's weird saying that I'm good because, like, you know, I lost all this fucking weight been explaining it over and thank you yes ma'am so those kind of things and just like it's just weird sitting here and like you know it's weird because like first and foremost i met them when they were like 18 and now i we're 32 and 31 me and my best friend yeah Yeah. so you know what i mean so then meeting back up in like your mid-20s it's like you know very nice to see how we change throughout the like Mm -hmm. decade and some change you know what i mean so yeah, it's just nice. I'm very appreciative and whatnot. So, that. it's nice. Yeah, isn't it fucking nuts? <laughs> Even, I mean, Danny, meeting you yeah. four years ago, it's just like, it it's... Don't feel like it doesn't no. feel like a... feel like I've known y'all a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. So, just seeing everybody's transitions and where we're at, like, did I expect it? Yeah. 
like I knew everything was going to be good. But it's just nice to grow and form and mold. Yes, it's beautiful. And, like, <clears throat> like true friendships and relationships and to be able to like to really see like someone else grow. I think yeah. that's that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And y'all are growing together though. Yeah. Exactly. So who you were at 18 is completely different, but like you've seen yeah. relationships, family members, whatever. Like I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's dope. Just very positive about 2023. Yeah. Same. And everything. This is the most like optimistic <laughs> I've been right. lately. I've never been like so. What's the thing on TikTok? They're like, I say every morning, I'm so lucky. Everything works in my favor. And I've been saying yeah. that every fucking day and everything's been working in my favor. So try it. Maybe it's just the PMA that's involved in it or whatever. But I would say, you know, I try it. Too. Yeah. It's, it's just great. I'm just happy to always be in a grateful mindset because you can't take anything for granted. Like. No, even with the crazy shit that goes on in my life, I always, I've been saying there's so much gratitude even in my grief. Yeah. Like, even yeah. when shit's fucked up beyond, yeah. like, wow, this is insane and all of this is happening, I'm just like, yo, but I still have so much to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And not in some corny, cliche way that's, like, super fucking po- toxic positive, but, <laughs> right. like, in a very real way, like, yeah. every, I'm just grateful. Mm-hmm. That's that's the word of the season. I'm just grateful. No matter what, I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That'd be candy. Agreed. Right. <laughs> It's just nice, especially when there's certain energies and stuff like that. And just like we were talking about earlier, I saw you for the first time in 2019 because of Danny mm-hmm. at Pittsburgh's very own. And then I seen you at, it was the acoustic. acoustic but even before yeah. that. I think there might have been something time. else in between. Yeah. I've seen you a handful of times. I feel okay. like, and then sometimes you would pop up and yeah. So big fan. Thank you. Big, big fan. Thank you. <laughs> So, yeah, I do have one random thing that I learned today that I wanted to ask y'all about because we like the movie Drumline, at least I do, and we talk about it in references. Drumline? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, T.I. was supposed to be, he tried out for, for it. Again, his character? Yeah. For what? What? Oh, that wouldn't have been the same thing. It would have been. It would not have been. His accent? His acting. acting. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, ATL was his role. Yes. Yes. Drumline, I really don't think. They said he couldn't fake it enough to play the drum. Hmm. I want to see that. I want to see his self-tape. I want to see the audition tape. Because as a drummer, you know what people are bad at (laughs) thinking like they're drumming, and I know it would have been awful. They couldn't have body doubled him? No. Why? (laughs) (laughs) They didn't have the budget for it. Be right. Are we are we googling this stuff right now? Yeah. We have to. <laughs> 42. 42. Okay. What's his time? Uh, let me. See. I'm sorry. Ti's forty two. You know what? Oh, okay. All right. They might be the same, exact same age. I can see it now. So it would have been. I think Ti. Like a couple. October eighth. 
That's why you got all them kids. Hold on. <laughs> tell me about Libras. They're big old flirt. They love it. They're big old flirts. They fall in love so quickly. That's why he got like 15 kids. There might be a Libra in my life. or, or Oh, they're wonderful people. So tell me about wonder- My sister's a Libra. Jairi's a Libra. And that's my bestie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're good people. Okay. Good people. But no, yeah, him and T.I. are the same age. Oh, well. That's one of y'all opinions. That's all. <laughs> I read that. I was like, I don't think I could have pictured that. And he's like, he don't look like the, dr- I don't know. He wasn't be yeah, small no. and tiny. And mm-hmm. that was during the ATL. But no, he was small and tiny in that. Didn't ATL come he out right after? He small and tiny in that. Like he's right around, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they did that right. That's terrible. No. No. Not at all. No. Saldana. <laughs> I, I can never say her name. So Saldana. Saldana. <laughs> Daddy gave me the look like, if you don't get it right. I'll never correct you again. Oh, Daddy, it's Joe. <laughs> oh, my God. Daddy is really one of my best friends. I love her so much. I love Explore, yeah. so of course you go down a freaking rabbit hole. Yeah. And I'm catching up on the last because I deleted all of it. Yeah, I don't want to see none of it at all. Sometimes if I'm like bored, I'll look it up and be like, okay, like Ooh. just to see what's going on. But I don't want to shape room constantly up there. Hollywood on yeah. no um, all of it. The Jasmine brand, all of it. No, mm-hmm. none. I don't want to see it. Yeah. And plus, I'm already on TikTok and it's already updating me. On everything that's happening, so I don't need. I'm ashamed to say that I just downloaded the TikTok app. Like don't be ashamed. It's two okay. weeks ago. I'm on it like twice a week, and I only know because I go in and I have. I'm not gonna put nobody out there on blast, but I have like a lot of. I filter you through. Mm-hmm. There's stuff I I won't. I, I, I send me whatever because I just go through it all at once. But like, I just downloaded it. <laughs> I do. I'm up on it. <laughs> but this is why I, I, I know people are. Daddy on TikTok because she'll ever. I don't be on it. I'm, I'm at a point now, so I can be on it with you. Okay. For every ten I send them, I send you like one or two. You know what I mean? Because I filter through. That's absolutely right. No, Janita yeah. sends me a mix of like self help, love, meditation, some fire singing shit I didn't see. Mia sending me get how to get the money, how to get to the bag, hey. how to clear the energy. <laughs> and Kia is sending me some niche, funny ass shit <laughs> that she and I have, or like something spectacular. Like she said, she was the first person to send me some of the Beyonce stuff from the Dubai show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have different TikTok energies and I appreciate all of them. My for you is deep. It's following me. Yeah. It's curated to me to a T. I'm scared. I'm scared. That's what's going to happen. It's going to like, you'll like one or two things and then it just reads your mind and it's posting everything that is about you. And like, that's interesting because I feel like Instagram kind of does that. Like when when you actually just go into like the search part of it Mm -hmm. and everything that comes out is kind of like, you you can kind of judge somebody like, off of like TikTok is what that comes up. Oh no! It's yeah. Yeah. Even because they're all TikTok <laughs> videos though. But am I lying? Like, from 
It branched over from TikTok to like Instagram. Oh yeah, that's why I feel like maybe that's why it took me so long. But like, you know, just think I'm, of something that like you really like don't talk about. That it's your theory and it's personally your own theory. And you feel as if people might look at you differently yeah. or oh TikTok. Okay. Well, I'm excited. You're then, really I'm... going to find your community. I'm excited. <laughs> At that point, I'm like your community because mm-hmm. I never. Yeah, but I say it's this. Curated. I say this too. Though I think, um, I don't like the term content because I think what we do is special. Mm-hmm. But if you start saying on that thing, we start giving the people that you want to know what? Because they for look sure. for people just like you. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I'm not consistent with man because it's not the platform I think I want to be on right now. Mm-hmm. But I think you specifically. Especially will. the R&B duets that they be doing. Hell yeah. Body. Yeah. Right. The t- give them the tone. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> the people need it. The people need it. Mm-hmm. On the TikToks. Okay. And it goes mm-hmm. far. Like, Keith. Every time I see one of his videos, I'm... So I want him to come you. to Pittsburgh. Please. Ooh, his name was, is Keith. Yeah, Keith, Keith Lee. Keith he was just yeah. on Good Morning America today. Really? Really? Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah. And it's all over TikTok. Oh my god, I haven't oh. been on it. Have you ever heard of him? He's like an MMA fighter that like, I think during the pandemic they had a couple kids and he was like cooking for his wife and kids and then he started doing like food reviews like over time. Anytime he goes to a place, it just blows up. Mm-hmm. It changed. Really? Like he'll go to mom and pop shops that have really good food but the marketing sucks. And um... He'll go there and just people. There was a guy that was only making like a hundred dollars a day. The guy in the food truck he yeah. did last week. Now he's making like thirty thousand. He made it like within five days or something like that. Wow. So Busy. by Keith going, this black man just going and showing up and giving good critiques, like, and he his whole career has changed overnight essentially. Yeah, yeah. and he's so humble. That's why I like yeah. immediately. I'm sorry, Lee, what's his name? Keith, Keith Lee. Lee. Keith Lee. Okay. <laughs> That's what does it. You absolutely probably say him. Probably, but so like, I, I the clips be everywhere. They're on all platforms, right? Yeah, now. and he's an everyday guy. He's there's not like not a no connections, no family or whatever that was already popular online. It's just him and his wife and his kids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think his sister be on the TikToks and stuff. Yeah. Okay, and they live in Vegas, <clears throat> and he's been just like blowing up overnight. Wow. So and he's just like everyday. That's what I like about TikTok. I need to be off my phone, but like. You see people that look like you mm-hmm. on there, and they're just making content, making money, and just mm-hmm. doing them. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, you're going to find your community. <laughs> so, okay. get the post, and I highly think you should. But like um, I said, I just, I just made that move. So, we'll see. Hmm. So, for the love of you, let's get into it. Period. What is it about? How did it come about? And why is it happening? Um, in 2020, I put together a show um, at Club Cafe. It was called Acoustic Love. It featured myself, Claire Kent, and Simone. And that was one of my favorite nights in Pittsburgh. Mine too. It's beautiful um, night. Yeah, it was really good. Sold out, right? <laughs> yeah, we sold. We it sold was out. Packed. We yeah. sold out Club Cafe, and it was like the biggest not only relief because it was the first event that I've ever curated, but um, to see that many people, mostly us, which always is what my goal first goal is to create an experience for Black people. Um, but everybody was in there. There was white people in there. There was college kids in there. My my at the time, God rest her soul, my auntie, she's like. 
in her 70s. That's the first time she ever saw me perform. Uh-huh. So, like, her being there, we just had a, an array of intergenerational love that centered black women. And that was special. So I wanted to, um, the promoter at the time, the person I worked with, to, well, the talent buyer at the time, um, moved to Thunderbird. And she emailed me a couple months ago. And at first I was annoyed because I was so burnt out from like my summer season and like the transitional part of my life that I was in. Um, that I started to say, like, ignore the email. But I took the meeting. I like taking meetings when I don't want to. I feel like there's always something special in that. Take the meeting. She's like, hey, I can't stop thinking about acoustic love. Um, would you consider, you know, doing something like that again or another show? Or do you have any music coming out? And I'm like, I don't feel like doing it for Inez right now. But this could be cool. Um, so, yeah, I took the meeting. And I was like, I don't want to just do shows where it's a bunch of fire people want to build. I literally told her, I want to make an experience, something that people are not going to be able to get every day. I feel like the city needs that. Um, she's like, you're right. So we just started bouncing ideas back and forth, um, me, Mora, and Margo. Um, and she, they let me do everything. They're like, who you want to book, how you want the show to be, seated or standing. I got to design this whole thing. Um, and I already knew <laughs> who I wanted to be part of it. I was like, I'm bringing the girls who got the voices. I'm bringing the vocalists. I'm bringing the, the people that I would want to pay this ticket to see, you know, when you talk about the ambiance and the environment. If I was if I was put in a jazz club that was filled to bring like filled with black people, who would we all see and make us go, oh my God. Right. Um so yeah, I I started emailing the people, DMing the people, um and I knew that I wanted a house band versus having sets. So that kinda changed the dynamic and changed the, the asks. Um and then honestly folks it's leaning into my network of people that love me and support me. So I was sending, like I said, sending emails, got some sponsorships, got some yeses from the right people as far as performance goes and musicians go. And they, they just started, like, the how tired I was preparing for this show was because I just did first night, which is a whole big, a whole other opportunity. And I'm not going to, like, go on and on about that. But going from that being the biggest career opportunity that I've had thus far, Amen. Like, amen. Amen. <laughs> I was. I felt like I was living at KDKA at some point because I was always going. They want you to do another interview. They want you to do live on air. They want you to like so. Period. Going from that part of my life to realizing that I'm going to be the a black woman bringing in this the new year for the city of Pittsburgh. Oh my God. Um, that was big. That was a lot of prep. Thank God someone pulled up with me and helped me out. Um, but going from that all day. To, going from that. So already know. Typically, when we talk about Black Pittsburgh and doing events, we're talking about at least three months of promotion. Um, we announced December 18th. So mm-hmm. today is what the... 26th. We're mm-hmm. a little bit after just a month of promotion. And so when I get emails like, oh, VIP sold out. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lower Lower Balcony sold out. I'm like, all right. People know how much I want this to be because I want this space for Black women. But it seems like everybody else along the way leading up to what we're going to do Saturday is feeling that same energy. So it feels really good yeah. to have emails and con- phone conversations turn into people are buying tickets to come see y'all. Y'all better do your goddamn job. So <laughs> right. it's, it's, that's, that's the timeline. That's the process. 
Um, and I don't want to gloss over that without just saying how this event is special um, in the planning of it because every single black woman that I reached out to for help said yes. Um, so it's an event that I curated as a black woman for black women. Um, even the language I used when I did the copywriting, I was like, bring your good girlfriend. It's a guy with chat tonight. <laughs> right. the, the messaging I'm putting in my stories, we're doing it as a family, AKA we're doing it for the black people. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, everyone else can come, but this is for us. Um, so to have them, to have the sponsors, all the event sponsors, be like, yes, we love this idea. We're black women-led organizations, and we want to be part of this event. You couldn't, you couldn't just ask for better support than that. Um, so yeah, that's how this all came to be. So the four people that are included, yourself, Simone, can we get more details on everybody? And why did you choose those specific people to perform? These are the voices, like I said, that I want to go pay and see. Um, Deja Monet, I think, is one of the most undervalued youth that we have. She's an incredible vocalist and songwriter. The girl got toned for days. I would, I work with Deja on a project with Duolingo and um, Kelly Strayhorn. And I got to be the recording engineer, so I got to hear this girl go take after take. And we went into the studio um, to recut some stuff. And it's scary how much her voice just falls right where it needs to be. Um, and so, yeah, we worked, we worked together. And she's somebody that shows up. She's super professional, super humble, gorgeous inside and out. Um, so I was like, Deja. And Deja's super, she's humble. So, like, it was just a, a message. Um, and Quinique, that's, that's big sis. That's the queen. Um, I saw, I'm a big Nina Simone fan. And I went to an event before the pandemic. And she sang wild as is the wind I'm stuttering i'm missing out a lot but wild as the wind um tear it up think about it um and so like we built a relationship through our community work as teaching artists um but she's one of the most technically sound vocalists in classical opera and jazz um and so when i was looking about vibes and i was like if i'm trying to do this harlem renaissance seated dinner in a movie i mean dinner in a music show She's my cake topper, you know. She's going to give the girls the precise vocals and the history, um, the Billie Holiday. She's going to give you the Nina. She's going to give you, like, so much of our history while still just being an amazing performer to watch and not feeling like you're, you know, aging someone. Or I wanted her to be part of the show because she absolutely fits the mold of what is quint quintessential black music in America. Um, I feel like this is my first time seeing her. Yeah. yeah. She's... Teacher, she's mother, she's master, she's masterful at what she does. Agreed. Um, wow. Yeah, real ones know. <laughs> um, I'm excited. And then Simone, that's OG Gang Squad. Um, I would watch her listen, sing the phone book if I could. And she said, <laughs> I'm doing a show, singing the yellow pages. I is the first person to get a ticket. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> if you don't, listen, if you have a million fans, I'm not going to run that, that whole um, thing, but I am a big fan of Simone. We've known each other for so long. She is literally the quintessential voice in R&B. Just has the tone. Is a performer. Girls take notes. She yes. is a performer. Yes. Um, knows what she wants. Very particular. Um, I love her voice. Shit, that's the long short. <laughs> we want to hear some else sing. Yes. So that that's like the Avengers, the vocal Avengers. Um, and that's not to discount anyone who's not included in this bill, but 
um, as I was telling Simone, it, it was literally my dream lineup. My dream lineup. Like, these are people I respect, I study, I listen to all the time. Um, Deja's Fuck You Very Much is my shit. <laughs> I love that. Simone, I know all the words of all of her songs, so at any given time, if she's performing a, an original song of hers, I know it, and I'm in the audience screaming. Um, and Quinique is... The woman has worked with the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. Say less. Resume speaks for itself. Yeah. Just did art. Just did art Basel this year. So, Queen Mother, as I call her, <laughs> that's she's her. For sure. Her. Period. So, Aww. I'm feeling good, y'all. I feel good. I'm feeling real good. I'm feeling real good. Hey. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. I appreciate you. Awesome. <laughs> Got me all in my feels. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's good though, and thank you for like putting something together like this. We need this because I think that's the last time Nobody's I've going. been to. Yeah. You know, I'd be out of town, but still, that's the last time I went to something like a collective. Collective. Nobody's catering to us in the way that we would like to be. Mm-hmm. You know, people put it up, and enough. Like I said, it's no disrespect, but people put together things, but the intention be missing because they're just interested in getting a bag or doing something popping. I'm really invested in every single person, not only involved in the sponsorship side, but involved on the stage. Um, and so that just shines through. And then when people come into the space, they feel that energy and it's like, wow, mm-hmm. you feel like you're not in Pittsburgh because you're like, damn, there's so much love in this room. There's so much respect in this exactly. room. Um, and I feel like, especially after what we've been through the last few years, we need this. That's actually kind of sad of what you just said, though. It's kind of like you don't feel like you're from Pittsburgh because there's so much love in the room mm-hmm. and there's so much of this happening. It's like, I'm not from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. What does that tell you about the culture of mm-hmm. right. what it actually is, though? That's yeah. kind of sad. Yeah. Damn. Like, yeah. that's where we live. Yeah. That's crazy. But it's having events like this to show people it's possible to curate things like this so we can stop saying that. Because mm-hmm. we, we talk about it all the time. Like, I try not to say, you know... I don't like being in Pittsburgh. That's why I leave. But sometimes I like a change of scenery. That's why I do leave or I'll get tired because I'm not leaving right now. Like it's affordable. My friends are here, whatever, all those kind of things. But like I'm changing the narrative. So you're just bringing things that you want to see. Right. Until your duration is done or if you move to somewhere else, but make events that you want to see while you're here. Like, so I don't know. I'm very appreciative. Now what seats are available? Because I know you said (laughs) VIP is sold out. So you're some bums if you don't get it. As of now, seated um, tables of two. Um, you buy them in pairs, so you can have to pull up with somebody you care about. And then general admission is still available. And those are just, you know, for the single solo dolo folks who just kind of want to be in the room but don't want to commit to having to deal with somebody else the whole evening. Damn. <laughs> no disrespect. All love. Um, but yeah, those are the tickets that are still available. Um, I make, I'm telling people to come dressed as if you would like to be photographed. Um, we have an amazing photographer coming. We have L&L Cake Pops vending, so bring your coins. Be prepared to buy your boo a slice of pound cake. Um, <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> That's really all it takes. That's how good it is. You know? I'm not even trying to brag because it's my sis. It's, but that lemon pound cake. It's, it's, that's love it's right the one. Yeah, it's that's fine. like a, a single rose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would take the lemon cake instead of a rose. Okay. Real shit. I'm not even trying fine. to be funny. That's how good okay. it is. 
So we're going to have some stuff, you know, for other people, complimentary champagne, alcoholic and non-alcoholic, you know, because we want to be mindful of people who ain't drinking. Valentine's Day, but into an experience, just something for us to be like, I had a really good time. I'm just glad it's women because you know what I hate? <laughs> you already know what I'm going to say. Oh. And I'm confident. I'm confident in my sexual. I love men. And I love men that are talented, can sing, all that. I don't want you in my fucking face. <laughs> I hate it when I see men, grown men, sing in front of a camera and just be all up in the. Ca- I-, I can't get rid of it. <laughs> far as like even like male strippers to, to that level. No, so I don't, don't, don't want to say that. However, <laughs> you really don't like male singers in the camera? It all depends. Genuine back in the 90s. Oh my. That's fine. Okay. Certain ones. I just don't want you in my face. Chris, Tank. Chris, yeah. TV. I don't like Tank. She don't like Tank. Well, I tried to get her on. <laughs> she don't budge on Tank. Oh man. I'm just weird about it. It's just something about it. No, let me say, but she I don't like music, influencer yeah. singers. Okay, yeah. Let me say it like that, because if it's Tank, I'll still, I will listen to some Tank occasionally, but I'm not, you know, Chris, mm-hmm. hell yeah, do that all day. I, mm-hmm. You know, but, I'm just, hey, listen, <laughs> but if it's like the influence, like, you know, the Instagram singers and the tick. Yeah. They, they have range and like the, okay. like a song. Yeah, like it's the woman in front of them that they're singing to. It's embarrassing. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm appreciative it's gonna be women and femmes. Again. Um, this is not a message <laughs> that endorsed by Inez or Black Don't women. be sorry. <laughs> but please get your tickets. They are running low, I hear, and if you're not gonna be there, I feel like you're gonna be messing out. Yeah, that's I feel like there's gonna be some dang, I wish I could have slid. Ooh. But I told y'all. I listen. You miss it. You miss it. You miss out. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a movie. It's gonna be a movie for sure. A good movie, not a bad movie. It's gonna be a great movie. Ooh, yeah. I'm so excited. <sighs> Very so excited. excited. Now I want to know how you and Simone tie in. How did you cross paths? Cause I don't know. Um. Fun fact: We went to the same high school. We're Perry, we're Perry Commodores. Same year? No, she graduated with my brother, but we were both in marching band together. Okay. She would have never spoken to me. And when I say that, I say that full. (laughs) I hate that you said that. But the fact that I, 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 we never did cross paths. I was a freshman. You were younger, like you know, seniors and right. Like the drumline, the drumline (laughs) women. We didn't interact with dance and drill very much because yeah. we, you know, they were interested in the guys, the men. Don't say that. No. Y'all was. <laughs> y'all was. That's you specifically. Right. Okay. That's you specifically. Right. Let me say that. Um, but yeah, I was a little freshman, a little nerd. It's CAS, AK, I was in Gifted, so I was in the same classes with only like 10 people my entire like high school career except for like band and stuff oh, like that. What? I'm sorry. It's the truth. <laughs> I love that. That's it. Like, it's, it was boring, so Ben was the excitement. Um, but that's how I remember her. Mm-hmm. But then again, if she doesn't, if we didn't know each other, it's not like we went to high school together. Remember? Right. Like, 
There was none of that. So we met in the studio. We met in the studio years later. I'm an engineer. Um, <laughs> shout out to Frenchie. Um, Frenchie. Right. <laughs> like, I was, like, up under him and at your mom's house studio, E-My-E's old studio. Um, and he played one of her records for me. And I was like, who is that? Her tone was like... Um, but then there was another producer that I was um, cool with at the time, and he um, was working on records with her, and I was, like, trying to slide them so much music. Like, I was, like, tweaking. You would have thought, you would have thought they were, like, Beyonce's on a session. I remember the first session I went to where she pulled up, and I was nervous. I was nervous because I was like, I was like, I wanted to like to be, I wanted to like to be. I wanted to work with her so bad. Ended up giving her one song, <laughs> and then she she did some stuff with it. We were just talking about that, but um, I think years later we met. I'm gonna just keep it funky because Danny keeps it real. I had produced a track, and I started it at this particular person's house. And then next thing I know, French is like, "Yo, Simone gave you a shout out on stage because of the record." And I'm like, "What record? I didn't finish the song. So how is she on stage performing a song that?" So people, you know, they finished records, and that was like the last time I ever worked with this person. Um, Cause I was like, "You nigga, you took my shit, you took my sauce, finished it, and just damn." Um, but it was never nothing towards her. So from that moment, that was like my gateway. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna work with her directly." Yeah. Um, and that was just the always you know. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware. Yeah, I was not aware. That's how that story goes. My face. That's how that story goes. And I was like, that was literally the last time I worked with this person, and. uh it was always that shit didn't matter. She didn't know she wasn't part of it. It wasn't like she stole my beat. And, nah, I was like she's still fire. I still work with her, and we ended up um, just maintaining a level of respect. It wasn't like we were actively in each other's lives all the time. We weren't. Um, and then goes just the music industry, the city. You know, she's doing right. stuff. I'm pulling up, seeing. I saw you at the spot in Penn Hills. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, yeah, that's what I was getting my feet wet in 20, 2018, 2019. Because you just came from school, right, at that point? I think it was just, te- yeah. I graduated 2018, so yeah, I just got yeah, out of school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when I'm, you know, getting my bearings and doing my performance stuff, she's supporting me and pulling up and she's doing stuff. And I'm, it's just, so it's always been this ping pong. Mm-hmm. Like, I support you, I support you, we support each other. It's like, <laughs> I just genuinely enjoy her artistry so it's just right. you know, the history is uh, the bonus but the art is and she's a real ass person like we we can talk about everything from music to real life shit so it's always it's always been that way um real person over there real 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 and this is your first time on the show and everything so i want to know more about you okay. I'm, i've seen you like in the entertainment aspect and then mm-hmm go rogue then COVID happened like y'all had that big performance and I was I remember being so pissed because I was like that's 2022 you know this is what we're gonna have to look forward to and then boom everything shut down and I feel like it just flipped everybody upside down so yeah so tell us more about you where are you from are you originally from Pittsburgh well duh yes Perry but yes I am no actually I, I was born in Manchester but I'm not of Manchester because, like, we kind of moved. I probably was, what, three, four years old in uh, Brighton Heights. Like, just on the north side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, I went to elementary school in Stanton Heights. My grandparents were out there. Oh. 
Oh. And that's kind of like how that happened. Yeah. So it's weird because it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Mia knows. Mia just knows everybody. <laughs> so when she was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Not <Okay>. your cousins. <laughs> making sure got you but yeah so it, it's not like oh you're from the north side do you know so it's like i probably don't because we were like back and forth and did a lot of things on the east side and just happened to reside on the north side like right that. but then i did go to rooney and then i went to perry okay you so went to rooney i went to that's rooney. crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm locking core memories wow yeah is rooney now, in school You know, honestly, I, I kind of feel like this is like one of those questions. It could be a long, drawn out situation because it's it, it wasn't just an end. Um, church is where I started singing. Mm. Church. Uh, then I went to like a um, like a it, it was a camp that did a lot to do with the arts and stuff like that as well. So I did a lot there, and then it just it just eventually happened. So it's like me putting myself into music in Pittsburgh. It was just because of all the things that I did all up until that point. And then I, w- I would say probably talent shows, karaoke's and stuff like that. And that you, you make a lot of connects and networking. We don't like right. this word. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it really kind of comes with that. Like, oh, you should come sing. Like, oh my gosh. Like my aunt, you know, singing for funerals and mm. weddings and shit like that so I can't tell you like what the end was but because I've put myself in certain positions and was in certain rooms it kind of just automatically happened does that make sense it does so throughout this time what's been like I want to know your musical inspiration because you know when people like you put me in the mind of (laughs) and I hate that sometimes when people do that to people and compare but in my head I have like Okay, but like, what are some of your inspirations, like musically? I honestly hate that question because everybody inspires me. Like, there's such a long list, and I feel like every time I start the list, I leave people out and be like, "Damn, I should have said that." It's the same. Damn it! Like, I should have said that. So it's kind of like I could be inspired by the Brandies. I could. I I am inspired by the Tanks, the Chris Browns, the Whitney Houston's, the. You can even go back to uh, Mariah Carey. Might have had some inspiration from Carrie Hilson back in the day. Like I feel like my inspiration really has kind of been touched from so many different places. I think of even like Jessica Reedy when I saw her on uh, Sunday Best. I think of like Leandria um, Johnson. Um, I think of um, there's just so many. Like there's so many JoJo, um, Jesse J. Uh, the Summer Walkers, the the Scissors, the Ari Lennox. Like I just feel like I'm just there's just not one person in, to say like that's who I'm inspired by or that's who makes me go. Like there's just so many influences that I've like 
kind of stole from, if you will, right. to kind of create who is like, I like what they did with that. I'm going to use that, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do it in my, my own way. And that's kind of where it is. So I, I really hate that question, but it's 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 still a very great question because it's it's all of it. And I still hate the fact that I know I'm leaving out so many like singers that I know. Oh, so that Janet cover you did at a huh? That Janet you did at Janet. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, Mary J. Like you begin the Mary J. And that's what I'm saying. Like I, I hate that I like I'll, I'll always leave out some people. And then again, even Beyonce. Like, I've studied Beyonce, in my opinion. So it's kind of like, everyone has been an influence. So there's not just a three artists. Stevie Wonder. Right. So let's just stop right there. (laughs) I'm going to just go on and on. Like, it's just one of those questions where I'm not just inspired by just one or a few handful of people. Like, it's really like a conglomerate of, of artists. So, for the love of you, what should we be expecting? Because I remember when you first got here, I was like, your album layers. Are we expecting some of that? And typically when I do see you, y'all be doing covers and not recording the shit. Mm-hmm. And then putting it, not putting it up on YouTube for us to go back and Damn. enjoy it. Yeah. And it's specifically both of y'all. <laughs> and, no offense, it's really Simone too. Like, you be doing some covers. And I'm like, Why? Why haven't y'all rec- why haven't y'all done this? Recorded the covers? <clears throat> or had a videographer come. Yeah. And so graciously uploaded on YouTube. And I might convert it into an MP3. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Upload on SoundCloud. Yeah. You know, like we oh, found a secret SoundCloud user that on my show. <laughs> yeah, anonymous A. That's what I'm gonna label it. Well, what people can expect. Um, again, I think that's a great question as well. I think the vibes are, are definitely going to be there. Definitely going to be there. You're going to, you, you are going to hear some layers. You are going to hear um, some dope covers. Like, and, and that's just kind of what it is. Everything's going to make sense as far as like love for the love of you. It's all love based, whether it's self love, relationship love friendship love like it, it it really is all love based but you're definitely gonna gonna get get some stuff i gave parameters for the show <clears throat> i gave parameters which i'm not mean? gonna go into them uh, but oh, I gave damn them. <laughs> 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 the people gotta come pay and see something no no but yeah so i'm gonna the best yeah yes pr give it to him <laughs> yes <laughs> you love it yeah so what else is coming up? Any more shows? Another album? Like, what's new? Because we were talking about briefly, yeah. you know. Honestly, at this point, it, it really is kind of recording. I'm, I'm back in the studio and, and definitely back heavy. Um, I'm so honored to the point where when you really think about Layers and what it was and what it's still doing for me, this was back in 2017. And that kind of is one of those staples of like R and B does live. Like if it's if it's true R and B and people really like actually appreciate it, it's not dated because I'm still doing those songs. Now, granted, uh, with COVID and just kind of the space where I was in, a lot of my performances were very uh, far apart, you know. But now at this point, it's like, all right, what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? Who are you? 
<laughs> what's what's going on now because even who I was at layers time is a completely different version of who I am now and I need people to I, I feel like I have so much shit to say mm. you know what I mean and I feel like I'm kind of in that under construction mode as an artist of like so what who is it that I am now and how do I want to come across and what is this project really going to mean? So, like, recording some of these songs and writing some of these songs, it's like, wow. You're going to get a different version. It's still going to be me, but it's definitely a different version. So, it is scary, a little intimidating, but it's like, I can, I can only just be me. And that's what I've always been. So, that's the main focus, is, like, this music and, and the new, the release of that. And a couple different, like, kind of bigger things that are in the works once the music is rolled out and then you can talk about shows and stuff like that venues like it's already kind of in, in the works but that's that's kind of where i'm at like i'm in that next up phase but i don't have many dates unfortunately i don't have a, a date for the drop but it's going to happen this year for Yay. sure yeah it's something good to look forward to though so you said what it's something good to look forward to oh that's yeah the for thing, sure the anticipation and I'm excited because yes. I love your stuff. Yeah. I'm excited too. I really am. I really am. Especially when you really just come into that space in your life where it's like, ah, I'm, I'm in here. What's different now than compared? Because COVID, like you said, it changed everything for everybody. Like, what do you feel like? What's, why now? Why this moment of just like new music now? Or was it COVID? Is it just what's been inspiring you? Um, I feel like life, like COVID being a part of that life and that really, correct me if anybody thinks that I'm wrong, COVID kind of like really displayed certain relationships in your face of like what was real and what really wasn't real, right. um, what it is that you're doing, you know what I'm saying, what you consider to be fun, how you uh, spend your time. Because all of that stuff, all of that shit was was cut off at a right. certain point in time. So you really had to sit still and be like, who, who am I for real? Yeah. And then if you if you in in a cohabitating situation or living with somebody, then it'd be like, and who are you? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Really? Like, yeah. oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> word of God. So like, to me, that's what that was. Um, it would. Again, life and then COVID put that, 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 what do you call it? Maybe that, uh, that angst on what that really is. And it's kind of like, yeah. So I had some time to really think and, and sit still with myself of like, why, why am I not in a, in a certain position? Why have I not, you know, put out new music and things right. like that? And it really, yeah. So now, because it's now. <laughs> and and I can't really explain that to anybody, but if you've been there, you know. It's like, no, it's, it's now. It's time. It's time. Like, you was playing. You was bullshitting. And, like, you're... Period. Like, it's now. That's why. It's like thing. And you will hear that in my music. Period. Coming soon. Period. I'm very excited. Something... Not, I mean, it's still fresh and new because I feel like COVID just... Gave everybody that reset to like it reprogram did. everybody and everything. I'm appreciative and also still pissed off at it. But, <laughs> you know, it was a nice, you know, 
reset. And I'm very excited for Saturday. Yes. And every- so excited. So, where can we get tickets? You can find it in my bio, on Girls Running Shit's bio. My bio as well. Everybody's bio. Miss Simone412. Yep. Um, or you can just go to Thunder, thunderbirdmusichall.com. Um, click on that sexy picture and mm. you'll see bad tickets. <laughs> Danny also does not contone ticket, ticket fees, but I can't control that. It's one thing that, you know, that's why I hope Ticketmaster gets it together before Beyonce drops because... I don't like people playing ticket fees on digital tickets. Like, what's up with that? Mia said the other day, she was like, Kia, I really want to go, but how? (laughs) (laughs) Because that's all we've been saying to each other. What is that part of that? And I'm just like, three weeks ago, we wanted to go to Coachella. Coachella fucking sold out. We wanted to go Lovers and Friends. Lovers and Friends sold out in one day. Like, it's sold out. (laughs) It's done. <laughs> it's me watching but the poster and visualizing myself there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Did not know that. Me. Wow. It's gone. Damn. So it's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very That's excited for Saturday. And who's doing the food again? Um, there's a dinner buffet by Black Sheep Barbecue. Um, Thunderbirds Catering, in house catering and dining. And we have LNL Cake Pops vending for new coins. Um, and then just giving honor to the six amazing sponsors that we have that are all black women led organizations. So we have Act Three Consulting Partners, we have Equity Impact Center, we have the Scale Fellowship, we have the Lovely Girls Running Shit, we have Black November, and Delola's Child Music. So just again, this is for us, us black people and us black women, um, all the way around. So I'm excited. Simone, yes, how can we find you? You can find me Facebook, Simone Davis. Now you can find me Instagram, Miss Simone412. Twitter as well, Miss Simone412. I'm not going to lie, I'm very rarely on Twitter, but I will definitely get better with TikTok? that. Yeah, what's TikTok? TikTok? <laughs> what? what's I don't even know what my TikTok is. Because it's just not using 77244. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it assigned one to me. I didn't get a chance to, like, uh, hold on. Simone Davis 70. I gotta change that. Yeah, I gotta like get that together before I actually dive in again. Just downloaded that like two weeks ago and it just gave me that default one. But once I actually like have my, my, we're gonna get that together. It's gonna be something that you already know me as. So next yeah. thing you'll know, you'll be doing Trader, Ho- Trader Joe Halls. Like I've been doing. Sitting there just doing, just random shit. <laughs> I'll be doing the dance. Now, you will not yeah, see my ass. Doing okay I'll do one of these little things. <laughs> and that's it. That I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not. <laughs> okay. What's the, we're millennials. What's the people below us? Gen, Gen Z. Gen Z, okay. I don't know. I really don't know. But yeah. One more time for your Instagram. I'm sorry. Miss Simone for one two Instagram. Simone Davis on Facebook. Those are my two like major or main platforms at this point. Period. Oh, well, thank y'all so much. Thank you. This was mad y'all. I love it. I yeah. love it. Um, you can find me at Girls Running Shit. You can follow me on Miss Kia. Um, it's still Girls Running Sh. Um, also too, I'm gonna be making We Care. Um, we care kits again. So if you want to donate hey. to Dollar Sign Girl Running Shit, I need that cash move. We need help. <laughs> I need to help the less fortunate out here to buy pads, 
um, toothbrushes, things of that sort. Um, what else? Chapstick, body wash, those things. Um, I'm collecting donations, all that type of stuff. So if you would like to donate, I have Venmo, Cash App. You can go to my bio on Instagram, Girls Running Shit on Instagram, and go right directly to my Cash App. Thank y'all so much. Woo-hoo! I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. This was very, very cute. And January 28th. Oh, yeah. For the love of you. Bring your bae. And that's it. All right. Good night, y'all. Bye. Good night.